On this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast, we are on episode 200. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. And on this week, we're finishing up part two of Get to Know Us Video Games Edition. And we talk a little bit, very shortly, about 200 episodes of Third Party Controller Podcast and what we enjoyed. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Mr. Sister Fister, Beto Esparza. And... The Doctor of Desire, Joe Ramirez. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 200 of Third Party Controller Podcast. Yes. Damn. Applaud yourselves, Holy gentlemen. Shit. I'm holding the microphone right now so I can't. Yeah, Unlike you, Jesse, who gets the uh, fancy smancy get up. Hey, uh, here. Snaps. I'm going to be a hipster. Beat Nick. 200 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Guys. Girls. Worms. Germs. Sperms. 200. Mm-hmm. Of us talking uh, about video games. About bullshit. About stuff we like. And, you know, I don't have anything super fancy planned, really, at all. Yeah. Because I was trying to think, like, originally... I'll be honest with everyone. Oh, I, I want to do. I want to do. I want to do a live stream. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to live stream us, do a live episode. But you know what? With our schedules, my schedule, Bethel's schedule, Joe's schedules, something's big and, and cool and spectacular for us to do. We never were able to get around to doing it. I don't have the time. So, for episode two hundred, it's going to be a regular episode. So. For episode 200, just like every other episode, what I want to know is, Beto, what's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, I'm going to the store. That's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. Yeah, still playing MLB The Show. That's all I'm doing. How is that? Like, from last week to going into this week, like, how is there things that you found new coming in? Or is it just, you know, what's the improvements? What what have, what have you liked it from uh, this year compared noti- to last year's? Something I noticed, uh, I didn't play last year's, but the year before I did. And um, there's a lot more to the road to the show, the created character. Uh-huh. So I'm... Um, you can build relationships with your teammates and it boosts like uh, your ability, your your stats. Yeah. Um, the mini games are still not very good, uh-huh. but uh, there's little challenges that you that you are given to to improve your stats quicker. Yeah. It's like um, it tells you say you do some sort of uh, stealing bases training. Mm-hmm. Which you don't really do, which uh, kind of sucks because that was that was kind of fun doing that in the old games where you do drills like you're stealing bases. Yeah. And this game for some reason it doesn't you don't do that. You could do you you could still do it but on your own. Mm-hmm. Before there were challenges to where like you would have to steal a certain amount of bases like a simulation kind of game. Yeah. And it would give you uh, 
base stealing stats and speed stats, uh, like base running uh, stats, all all that kind of stuff that goes with running bases. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't. It just says, "Oh, hey, you, you trained uh, in base base running, so uh, we're gonna give you a challenge to raise your your stat, your stealing stats and base running stats." Um, so we want you to steal a base in the next three games. At least one base in the next three games. Kind of like um, <clears throat> achievements challenges. to like challenges. challenges, achievements to yeah. get. Okay. So that's what was I talking about? Oh. <laughs> no, but like, what was that? What was your question though? The differences? Yeah. yeah so like, like challenges. Have you seen, what's improvements? Differences yeah, so from the week before. There's those kinds of challenges that you. Uh, that keep you play, wanting to play more because you want to achieve achieve them. Yeah. Um. I last week I said that I uh, I wanted to start two careers, which I did. I started a, a career as a starting pitcher, and uh, and last week I said that I started a, a different career, my first career with as a shortstop, and I went to a shitty team. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. I got drafted, and I wasn't able to choose who I wanted to go to. So mm-hmm. I, I I started as a pitcher. And now I'm able to to go straight to the Dodgers, which I thought it was going to be cool, but actually not as fun. Yeah. Because I go straight to the Dodgers and like, okay, that's it. So with, when I'm with the uh, my other one, where it just it they don't tell you when you're going to get traded or if you you can also ask, hey, I don't like work, I don't like playing here. I want to go fucking play somewhere else. Yeah. And then your agents are like, all right, we'll we'll see. You still got a, a certain amount of time in your contract. If somebody wants to like fucking trade you or something, then that stuff will happen. But we have nothing to do mm-hmm. for you. Uh, we can't we can't just move you because you still have to fulfill your contract. And then I got traded from the shitty team, Baltimore Ravens, to an equally shitty team, the San Diego Padres. <laughs> <laughs> and the only worst thing that can happen is if I get traded to an even shittier team, which yeah. is the San Francisco Giants. Ooh. I would hate myself if I did. But then I... I <sighs> I started playing really well with the with the Padres. Then they ended up trading me to the Detroit Tigers, and that's what really keeping me going because I really like playing it. Because I don't know who I'm going to go to next. Mm-hmm. I could be like, oh hey, I want to go to a different team. It's not going to be the Dodgers. Yeah, it's just going to be a different team, and it's a lot of fun. Like playing really well, playing the games, but also not knowing where you're going to go next. Yeah, so that's I, I just been having a lot of fun trying to just playing through the through the road to the show. Um, I still haven't played anything else other than that. Really? Like any other modes or any... I haven't played a you're single game. You're just having game. fun with the Road yeah, to the it's Show. Yeah, it's been so much That's fun cool. just playing that, yeah. I you, fucking love it. Is this you, the first time you've been that involved with that? Uh, I would say so, yeah. Because yeah. the other ones I did play a lot of, but not as much as I, I, I'm playing now. Yeah. You boring bitch. What? Just saying, why you playing? So well, I had a question for you. Was there anything else you want to talk about on the, on the show? No, that was it. That's all I played. It was actually a question for both you and Joe. Um, when it comes to sports games like Madden, FIFA, uh-huh. the, the fuck, show. Why are you smiling? I think you're going to spring something up on us. No, I think, and I honestly don't. I just see you guys. Like I say, it sounds like I'm going to do it, but I'm not. Um, with sports games like that, like we were watching someone streaming the show. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, and this is coming from an outsider. I, I stopped. It was. It was a, actually it was funny. I had a conversation with a coworker about this, that I did like sports games in the beginning, but then friends killed it for me. Not you, but other friends. You know the story, but yeah. and if you listen to the podcast, you you know the story. 
But um, but on the outside now, when it comes to sports games, and and the improvements when it comes to games and graphics and stuff, when I was watching someone playing the show, I thought, you know, this looks good, but it's not where I would think it would be now. Like, you're seeing all these other games, like, and again, I, they're completely different. You know, it's more scripted events type of thing. Like you see the graphics in Uncharted. You know, something where it's like really impressive, highly detailed, and you're like, hey, how can they do that? That looks yeah. insane. Or like even Resident Evil, you know, like, and they're all different engines, you know, and I'm not saying that they could use the RE engine for MLB the show. But then, you know, I look at other things when I'm watching, because I sometimes like watching people playing sports games. Yeah. And I'll see like the players look really good. and But like the, and again, I'm not saying every character in the background, the audience has to look good, but like you see multiple people or things look good, but I don't know. Pretty much coming down to it, graphically, it's not as impressive as impressive as I think it should be looking now in this generation, yeah. but it's not horrible. Yeah. Am I wrong to think that? Or playing the game, does it not really matter? Um, honestly, like it, if it's a good game, it's a good game. I'm not, it's not That's the true. graphics aren't gonna make it worse. I think also, but it could look better. You know, I do agree with you. I think just because I remember Dream, especially Dreamcast, where you can be far away and people would think, "Oh, what game's playing?" Like people would be fooled. Yeah. But then when you got closer, you're like, "Oh yeah, it's a I video think adults game." Do like my dad still? Yeah. He like he'll see me play. He'll play this. He's like, "Are you watching the game?" I was like. No, it's I'm playing. I'm playing. Like, like I show him the controls. Yeah, yeah. He's like, the fuck. That yeah, looks yeah, yeah. Real. You think it's just us being so into games, we can just already tell off the bat. But what do you think, Joe? Do you think like it should be graphically? I'm again. It doesn't matter. I, I'm I'm more of a person like it's all about gameplay than graphics. But I'm just saying like it's where, just interesting you know, because like it's weird because like when you talk sports games, you you kind of think that yeah, you, you should be able to be hitting close close to a like almost photorealistic um you know visuals but for whatever reason yeah it just hasn't happened yet yeah. but like then you look at a racing game and some racing games you're just like dude this looks like this looks real yeah, yeah. drive club is a prime example like when you first i saw first drive club uh when i played for someone like jesus christ it's insane you know my, um huh? i was say my guess is just gonna be like uh, it's it's probably a lot easier to do like plane surfaces than like actual faces and and true planes. yeah and and then I think the other issue too is just the fact that there's so many like statistics and all yeah. kinds of else, like algorithms well, shit like that I have to go to in a sports game that is just oh, like yeah. well here's the thing like even if they, let's say they can make it super realistic it'll take you out of it when a cl- like a, a character Small clips glitch. out or yeah, something yeah, yeah. or glitches out. Or you get what I'm saying, like one movement pauses and, and, and restarts or also something. Also, physics. Yeah. If, if there's one iota, you know, off on the physics of a game, it can ruin it. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. you know, I think they really focus on making that part, you know, focus on that first and then, yeah. you know. Again, not that it was horrible or yeah, yeah. it's still a very good looking game. I'm just, I don't know. I, 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 I would think it'd be somewhere else. But again, yeah. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. I mean, I, a good time. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I do agree that it could look better, but then it just right too. Like, there's so much more shit that 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 goes into it, like yeah. fucking the fizz ball physics and all this other yeah. shit. Um, one thing that Joe reminded me of was uh, something bothered me when I was playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Why don't you fucking mention this? But uh, my the swing you could kind of like customize your swing a tiny bit. 
Mm-hmm. And then I noticed, like, when he was, like, kind of just waiting for the ball to be pitched, my my character, if you look at his feet, something would happen to where, like, he, it would his feet would, like, kind of move on the ground. Oh, okay. Just kind of move back and forth. Uh-huh. But even though his feet were planted. Yeah. It's still, like, it would skip a frame, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, that fucking bothered me, like, because it, it would throw me off because I would be watching it playing. And then my character's feet would move. I'm just like, that's bothering me. I kept looking at my yeah, feet. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like the pitches would be coming. I was like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. But then I had, to, I just changed the swing because it just, it, yeah. I, I don't know what it is about me with shit like that. Like, it, yeah, yeah. shit bothers me like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I just changed the swing and it's, it's better now. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Joe? What's up, fool? Uh, I just want to tell you that that was an extremely boring what's up, fool? Because all you played was that one game. Just saying. I'm You're sorry. a boring bitch. What'd you play? Uh, all I played this week was Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> no and, Yoshi? Uh, no, no. Not even Yoshi? Not even Hyrule Warriors? I've been... I did play a little bit of that, but mainly just Destiny 2, yeah. man, because it's just... You're just getting I'm dead really into, into it? it? Yeah. I see you play it. Like, it, it makes me want to get back into it, but I know I'm not going to play it. Uh, it's I mean, lot. we got it for free. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's a lot better than... I guess just because I didn't deal with any betas or really play a whole lot, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a lot funner than the, um, the first one was, and... I finished the main story um, this week, and then uh, now I'm uh, opening up like strikes. So I actually, before you guys came, I played for about an hour with uh, one of my, my coworkers. We were doing strikes, and uh, you know, I, I just remembering how fun those were. Yeah, and how it's a little different, like the progress. Because I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know how far you guys got into original Destiny, but. As the as you open shit up, strikes would just pop up. Yeah. So as you were going through the story, you could have access to the strikes. With this game, you finish the story first, and then the strikes open up. So they actually hold the strikes and keep it as like end game kind of content. Um, really fun. Uh, still really enjoying it. They just they they have that shit down, man. They have you know the whole uh, and they're really good at what they do with that game. Is all I can say. Yeah. Try to do the expansions, the first two expansions, um, this coming week, and then hopefully uh, get into the actual Forsaken stuff afterwards. Um, and yeah, no, no, it's just it's been really, it's been a lot of fun. I'm actually having a lot of fun playing that again. How many hours do you think you have on it already? Probably a lot. Yeah. You know, Triple digits? Still, no, probably not as much as I put into Destiny um, One because one, Destiny One I put a lot of time into. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. As of right now, I think there's you can get up to level fifty. I'm level thirty six. Um, I'd say double digits. Probably not that crazy double yeah. digits, but uh, I I've already seen so much like content. There's so much stuff to do that I'm still gonna be playing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think anything else going on. Let's see if I remember if I. I just played a very a little bit of Yoshi, and I played a little bit of Hyrule Warriors. Um, still fun. Um, yeah, like Hyrule Warriors is cool. It's a little. It's my first play through like that, and all I can think of right now is like it's fun. But I'm like in about five six hours from now, I'm like, is this you know how much progression am I gonna see out of it? Yeah. You know, and I don't know yet because some people say you know those games are very repetitive. But so far early in, it's fun. I like yeah. it. Cool. I enjoy it. Uh, and Yoshi's is just fucking adorable. It's <laughs> it's and it's cool. I, I like it. I, I I think it's definitely, in my opinion, still early on. Just it's so visually pleasing, 
and I feel like it's one of the um, it's just a really good Yoshi game. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it's it's. I don't think anything's ever gonna top Yoshi. Uh, you know, Yoshi's World or Yoshi's Island. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a pretty. I would say this is a pretty decent. Uh, Number two, mm-hmm. compared to all the other Yoshi games that have been out there, this is pretty fucking solid. Thanks. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much been it for me. Jesse, what about you? So cool. Um, yeah, I I think this is uh one of the weeks where all of us are pretty much playing the same things we played the week before. I did actually do something a little bit different. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts just kind of burned me out, so I'm still burned out by it. Uh, Sekiro, Sekiro. Uh, I'm waiting for, now that it's already been like few weeks i'm just waiting till the price drops to get it uh but i am playing more of final fantasy 7 on the nintendo switch and it's really fun i'm really enjoying it it's getting really good uh i stopped by uh last weekend to my local um retro video game store uh pastime legends when i was there i bought a few things and i noticed i turned my my head to the left and i saw that they were selling flip grips do you know what those are I I didn't know what they were, but then I actually, like, after I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is that? When you uh, you sent that picture to us about, like, flip grip, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And then I did a little research, and then I realized what it was. And, of course you would. <laughs> Why? <laughs> of course you would, yeah. Why would I? Of course I would. I just saying. Of course you would. Oh, oh huh. Uh, Sorry, guys. Joe, uh, Bethel was blowing Joe, so. Sorry, kind of he, no, that was not happening. Yeah, no, it was. And, <laughs> he told uh, me to tell me when he's gonna nut, but he didn't. Anyways, no, I was just saying like that's that's just very well. An old ex one up employee, Jeremy Parrish, and friends wanted to make a uh, device that held the Nintendo Switch vertically uh, with two Joy Cons on the side to be able to play games that uh, released originally vertically, like SNK games. Or even the old Donkey Kong games, or even Punch Out games That's back in the day. Just real quick, yeah. You actually said that right. What? You, you said, said SNK. SNK. SNK, yeah. You didn't say SNK. That's the first time that like, I've heard you not say hey, trouble with episode, it. Episode. It took two hundred yeah. episodes, but I was able to say it correctly. Um, I think you have to say uh, SNK. What is it? What? Capcom versus S- SNK. Capcom versus N. That's, That's when he said. <laughs> <laughs> Capcom versus SNK. <laughs> Capcom versus SNK. I have to I have to pause in between them. Um, but anyway, you can hold it vertically and play the games that way. And so I ended up buying Punch Out and Donkey Kong and playing on those, and it was really fun having the flip grip. You know, I like the idea of it. I like that some of the, the a lot of games have that option of doing it vertically since the Nintendo Switch is something kind of unique and you can actually take it as a portable and play it that way. So, yeah, I got it and I had some fun. It was cool. Even mm-hmm. Beto uh, tried out... Uh, you tried only Donkey Kong. Yeah, you I, just did try, I just did it. What did you think? It was cool. I mean, for the time that I played it, I, like, I wouldn't buy it, but it was interesting just just the, like the just how it was. Yeah. It was cool. I... I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy it myself. <laughs> I wouldn't ever buy it. I just don't want to attach more stuff to it, you know. Yeah. Well, you can remove it. Yeah, but still, I don't want to. Have to. I'm lazy, dude. Yeah. I don't want to fuck out. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. I like it. I thought it was a cool little uh, idea, a cool idea yeah. they had, and instead yeah. of having to order, it was there. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'll just I'll pick it up here, and I could get it. And what it comes packaged with, and what they give you, is really cool. I, I liked. 
I liked it, and it was cool to support someone who used to work for yeah, I like, know one Jeremy up. Parrish yeah, Jeremy Parrish and a, a couple of other people, and, and I think you can order those on Game. Game what's it called? Games? Not Game Spite. Is it Game Spite? You can purchase yeah. it at FanGamer FanGamer dot com and Sam Goody. <laughs> all your local Sam Goody and, and the warehouse and your Montgomery Ward <laughs> warehouse too. <laughs> but no, I, it was really cool. It was a cool. I liked it, and, and I thought like, oh, support them and being able to uh, because it gives you that option in a game, but then it's like you have to mount it, and then yeah. you know, like this, if you want to hold it as like a portable stationary. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a cool idea. So to me, it was like that's pretty dope, and they have the SNK collection. 40th anniversary collection, so oh. I want to pick that up. When is that fighting game going to come up? Which one? The Capcom versus SNK. Capcom versus SNK? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that that was really cool. I like that. It was fun. If you want to play games that way, uh, you can't go wrong with the flip grip. It was really cool. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. Sega has announced four new games based on the Olympic and Paralympics Games, Tokyo 2020. The first of these titled Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020, the official video game which will be released in Japan and Asia this summer for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. And worldwide in 2020, Sega described this as a fun-filled sports action game where you can create your own avatar and compete in Olympic Games events with people around the world. Rather than featuring Sonic or other characters, it appears to have a more realistic and simplistic art style. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 will then hit Nintendo Switch during winter 2019. From the footage and screenshots released, it appears to be similar to previous Mario and Sonic titles released by Sega at previous Olympics with a collection of minigames themed around different sports and will make use of the Joy-Con features. As with the Rio Olympics title, there will also be an arcade edition launching at a similar time, which will use physical inputs such as jumping. Finally, Sonic and the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 will be released on iOS and Android in 2020. This appears to be more of a casual title with simple touchscreens and social features. So something like this, like I was always thinking like once they're going to do the Japanese Tokyo Olympics there. Like, I've never really tried any of the Mario and Sonic Olympic games. Yeah, me neither. But do you think this one will actually be good since it's going to be in Japan, Tokyo? In a word, no. No, you don't think so? You don't think they'll go like, we really got to Even if it was good. I mean, have you ever played a good Olympic game? Even if it was good. Even if it was good. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I would. Track and field in the NES. I remember as a kid, I would just rent anything. And I would rent some of the the Olympics games. And and there we have. They were never very good. Yeah. I would tolerate them just because they were video games. And I would fucking have something to entertain me. But. Yeah, it's literally like a series of just mini games. That's all it really is at this point, and it's just you're just like, eh. I don't know. Yeah, is this Special Olympics too? Yeah, Paralympics. Oh, Paralympics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, with the popularity of the Switch, it's probably just going to sell because it's Mario and Sonic. Oh, yeah. But I'm hoping, like, it's good, though, because yeah. the idea of, like, Mario and Sonic competing with each other, and they've been doing it ever since, like, for, like, years now. Yeah. But, like, it, it's just in general, like, I'm hoping that it's good. I just, you know, you would think they go all out. But it's just more of a wait and see. Yeah. Remedy was once working on Alan Wake 2, but the project never made it off the ground. Remedy's director of communication, Thomas Poir, said that he, we were working on Alan Wake 2 years ago, and it just didn't pan out. The studio has no plans to develop a sequel to its 2010 psychological horror game in, immediate, in the immediate future either. We're just book solid for the next couple of years, really. Remedy is currently finishing up developing of Control, which, due out th- which is due out this year. Beyond that, the studio has a team working on Crossfire, which Remedy has inherited from Korean developer Smilegate. And there's the Vanguard team, who are laying the groundwork for Remedy's next large-scale project. With all of this going on, there's neither the time, money, and resources to work on Alan Wake 2. That said, Remedy does own the Alan Wake IP, and never qu- it's never quite as simple as that. Notepua. But should the company look to develop a sequel in the future, the rights to Alan Wake is at least in its hands. Joe, you've been a huge fan of Alan Wake. That's why I brought this up. Being a huge fan, how do you feel about that? That makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Wake, was that the, like the Twin Peaks inspired uh, kind of Sort thing? of. A little yeah. bit. They were inspired a little bit by, I think, um, by Twin Peaks and I think some other things. But uh, I love the, uh, the, the Alan Wake game. Yeah. I love the original. It was really, really, really yeah. good. Um and I didn't really play a lot of the um, was it American Nightmare or something like that or mm-hmm. something like that. But I was always like, man, I really hope they make another game. Um, Remedy, you know, there's there's always that feeling, like even when you like the what was the game afterwards? What did Remedy do after? Madden 2014. <laughs> oh, Mar- after Quantum that, was Quantum one. Break. Okay, oh, yeah, Quantum, Quantum Break. Break. That that you know when you play Quantum Break, you can feel like it. Like you're like, yeah, this is a successor to Alan Wake. So it wasn't like I know it wasn't Alan Wake, but you still had the same kind of like a lot of the same Quantum Break Alan feelings. Wake. <gasps> Quantum Leap. Um, so I mean, it would be dope to see another Alan Wake game. Um, I don't know, but even if I was like I was thinking about it right now, like it, maybe it's time me have passed already in a way, you know. I don't know. It's just kind of one of those games where it was really cool at the time, but like yeah, going back, like would I be that, that stoked right now to play another one? I'd be like, I like guess, but at the perfect time. Yeah. But I mean, they get surprised, and you know, yeah, they can. You know, they they're definitely very good at what they do and uh-huh. delivering a solid story in a game. So I mean, you yeah. never know. Do you think Alan Wake could be something that that would work as them doing like as a side project but like episodic or would you just want a full-fledged i buy it i could play it from beginning to end i feel like you could definitely do it that way but they're better i feel like they'd be better off making a full game gotcha quantum break was the one with the show right tied along to it yeah yeah was that episodic to the game well, no. You bought the game and then you watched the episode. What was supposed to happen? Unlocked. What was supposed to happen is as you played the game initially, and they would, the show would be released on Sci-Fi, right? 
uh, no, no, no. On the, Xbox. It was on Microsoft. Xbox they, originally were going to have their own TV program. Oh, shit. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. you'd watch it, and then once that really got scrapped, they just threw it all onto the disc. So you would watch an episode. Oh, and it was like four or five episodes. Episode. Well, it wasn't really on the disc. You had to re-download. Oh, okay, you had yeah. to download the show. But then I couldn't find where the show was when oh, I was dude, playing the fucking through. Microsoft store is so hard sometimes. I, yeah, them. it sucks, dude. I mean, even the, PS, the PlayStation store does the same, too. Like, for free games, when you try to find them, they're kind of hard. Yeah. Not as much anymore, like the PS3, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes it was hard to find shit on the MS store. Sega is joining the Retro Mini Console War with its own Sega Genesis Mini, with a September 19th release date at a at a price of $79.99. So, Sega announced this a few weeks ago when we did uh, our show. Yeah. Um, and there was there was information, but I wanted to wait a little bit more if there was anything else gonna be like to come out um so i wanted to wait a bit but they're coming out with it there's going to be 40 games on the sega genesis mini now these are the games that are on it the, the so far they've only announced 10 so echo the dolphin castlevania bloodlines space harrier 2 shining force dr robotnik's mean bean machine toe jam and Earl, comic zone sonic the hedgehog Gunstar Heroes and the fucking best Sega Genesis game ever made, Altered Beast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's cool about this? Um, Cause there, you're probably thinking, wait, Jesse, I was at fucking Walmart yesterday or Target, and there's a Sega, the Sega Mini's already yeah. out. Why? It's not until September. Oh no, listener, that was uh, at Games's version of their Sega Mini, which was a shitty port over of really crappy transfers of ROMs with uh, included like other games that weren't really Sega games like fake games of Snake or whatever. Anyway, this is legit. What's cool about this is it's a legit made by Sega but by the company M2 who would make the ports of the Sega games for 3DS, PS2, Xbox 360, PS3 and they also did the ports of doing the 3D versions of they did 3D versions of Sonic, OutRun, um was it outrun yeah um space harrier and they did a really good job with the emulation and putting everything in there um with those versions because i have them for my 3ds what they did that was cool was they gave you the japanese version and the american version that you can toggle on or off and change certain aspects or things if you wanted to so that's the cool thing is that m2 is working on this so you know the emulations of the games will be on point because that's what they've always done with with porting stuff like that especially sega and they've done it for other companies as well not only that, um, let me see if I can find his name. Um, he's the guy, I can't find, I don't think his name's on here, yeah. Uh, he did the music for Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2, and so he's doing the actual music for the interface of the Sega uh, Mini. So he's doing the music, but he's he said um, he was happy to do it, he's excited to do it, and he's only going to be able to, he's only going to use the music that you can make with the Sega Genesis. So using that programming oh, to shit. make the music cool. and everything for it. So um, that's really cool. Um, there's going to be a Japanese version of it and an American version. Of course, the Japanese one's going to be released in Japan, and the American one, because it was the, the Master System, and over here is the Sega Genesis. Uh, in America, and we're gonna get the Sega Genesis version. One of the things that kind of sucked was Mega that Drive. Uh, Master Mega System Drive. Was sorry, the original, sorry, yeah. Oh, sorry yeah. yeah, Mega Drive, Mega Drive. See, Joe was on it. Fucking idiot. Um, 
I don't want to correct you and Jama- be mean, <laughs> but I did call you a fucking idiot after that. Uh, uh, Beto, uh, Beto, um, Japan's getting the six button controller while in America, <laughs> getting the six <laughs> America, America, we're getting the three button controller. So that kind of sucks, but that yeah. makes me think that like they're probably gonna sell the three, the six button controller. So you just buy those, which yeah. I, I will buy those. But seeing how this is um, and what they're releasing, I wanted to see what you guys thought of it. Uh, I mean, I know you're not gonna get it, Joe, but like what your thought of 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 it is. And what they have announced so far, um, what do you think, pretty much? I had a Genesis when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, looking back now, I, out of the 10 games that you that you mentioned, there was like three that I was like, yeah, I, I would kind of like to play those again. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know, man. Like To me, like this, the Genesis, this, that, that era, that those games... They didn't age well to me. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they did, but I just I never kept that desire to want to replay those. Yeah, yeah. like they just wasn't. I don't know. Like was like, yeah, I was a Nintendo guy. Yeah, That's yeah. always just kind of sure. how I've been. So for me, it's cool, and it sounds like it's actually gonna. Have, you know, forty games is a lot of games. Yeah. And um, originally they said they weren't were gonna choose thirty because it's the thirtieth anniversary of the Sega Genesis, but they said they couldn't choose let like they wanted to choose more, so they just made it forty. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you know, it's a lot of games. So, I mean, that's uh, on that aspect of school. And then, like, the, the fact that it's looking like they're all going to be really good versions and good ports. Uh, that's awesome as well. So, I think in, in, in general, it's a cool idea. You yeah. Know? Not for me, but, uh, you know, for anyone that's out there that's, you know, been wanting, like, a retro Genesis. And then there are, I'm sure there are people that do. You know, this is going to be a, a pretty cool thing for them. Yeah. I think for me, what sold me was M2. Like, hearing that M2 was going to do the ports of it. And, um, yeah, especially to Castlevania Bloodlines, you never really saw that re-released anywhere that I know of. So hearing that that's going to be on there, it's like you're already saving money than having to try to find the cart for it, you know, to buy it if you want to play it, if you still have your original um, Sega Genesis. So something like that, like, I mean. They need to have uh, Eternal Champions, Uh even though that was a really (laughs) shitty fighting game. (laughs) And uh, King of the Monsters. That's why. That's a game you can get on different systems, though. I mean, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the one I was thinking about was uh, Samurai Shodown. Was there Samurai Shodown? Uh, I don't know. There was, there was a shit ton of fighting in there. Oh, yeah. I think there was. There was. Dude, I remember renting it. So I'm, I'm on Sega. I think. Oh. I think. <laughs> I think yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. renting it because I, dude, I would fucking spend like hours and. Dude, I remember playing the first time I, I knew or or okay, we're going off a tangent because we talked about Samurai Shodown. Yeah. The first time I remember playing it was at Gill's Market in Santa Paula oh, really? when I walked to get my slushies. Yeah. And then I remember just like, because they had, they would have a Street Fighter cabinet yeah. and they would have a Mortal Kombat one. But I remember walking in one day and I turned and I'm like, what the hell's that? And I'm like, they got samurai swords? Yeah. Or, I fucking don't even know if I knew what samurai was when I was little, but I was like, they got swords? Yeah. And I remember like popping in a quarter and that was my slushy money. So <laughs> I gave up my fucking slushy money to play it. <laughs> And at first, I didn't understand it because I was used to like Street Fighter, yeah. mo- mostly at that young age, like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. But I remember playing Samurai Showdown. I'm like, oh shit, there's blood like Mortal Kombat. But then, like, oh, actually, I think it was sweat. But I don't know. Anyway, I remember playing it, but just being super confused on how it worked, you know. But I still remember that. Sorry. Go. No. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Hyperstone Heist. That one has to be on there. It has to. 
Cause you know, it was like, it was basically turtles in time, yeah. yeah. but it was like for a while there, Sega was getting specific special versions of like those games, yeah, yeah. like with special levels just for them. Mm-hmm. But then they weren't like, they would even like take levels out, I guess, because of the memory or something like that. Uh-huh. It was weird. It was, it was oh, like, okay. it has to, like a yeah. bunch of games that did that, but like a workaround, but yeah, it changed kinda, the yeah. amount where it kind of made its own thing. Yeah. What about you, Bethel? What, like, what do you think of it? Yeah, at first I was like, I don't give a fuck about this because I, I've, I've seen those ones that you see at CVS and Target. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I don't care. It's probably going to be another one of those. Then you told me told me it was making. I was like, okay. It's more it's more, uh, more promising, so I can just reserve that shit right away. Like, I pre-ordered it. I'm not 100% sure if this is true. I read this, but I'm not sure if it's true. I think originally when they were talking about making this, Sega was just like, hey, we're coming out with a... Uh, even though they already came out with it, I'm correct. We're coming out with this uh, Sega Mini, and it's gonna be at, uh, made by At Games, the same people who did the shittier version. Yeah. And people were like, "No, no." So I think that's what made them change it to M2. Okay. So I don't know if that's true though. Or maybe they were talking about that, and then they're like, "Oh, we'll talk about who it is." And maybe people just said, "Not At Games." Yeah. Um, for me, it's cool. I'm, I'm. I already said what I fucking thought. Uh, now you, Joe, you kind of brought up games that you would want on it um i was gonna say was there any other games but especially youtube though like any other games that you would want on it to probably make a purchase or is there something on there joe that if it came out you would like this would be the one game if they put it on there i'll get it or is there any game like that you want to get or is there a really any game out there that would make you actually buy it on the sego console no, no i don't think so um god what was i gonna say uh Yeah, it's. But there were yeah nothing that would make you want to buy it. I don't think so. Like no? a lot of that. Yes, <sighs> Samurai Showdown was in the. Oh, it was. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Do you think they'll put Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat on there? I think Mortal Kombat. Yes, I don't know about Street Fighter though. Mortal Kombat gives their games away like I, nothing. I heard. Yeah, I heard. I mean the. What do you call it? The Street Fighter on the Sega wasn't very good. I remember hearing that. Unless you had the six button controller, is what I heard. That's true. Yeah. Still, it was a, it was a, graphically it was inferior yeah. to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. hearing like you could spam like spam uh, Sonic booms and stuff like yeah. certain, like without charging your. Dude, I was so used to to Street Fighter being on Super Nintendo that I think like even for like I don't know if I ever knew that it, that Street Fighter was on Sega, but I remember seeing it at like yeah, yeah the retro game store. I'm like. What was this? Yeah, it looks weird too. The yeah, cover. I looked at it. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I believe they had, they got the Sega got. Uh, they got two versions, I think, right? Well, Champions Nintendo Edition. Like, uh-huh. I think they got this, yeah, a Champions special Edition Champions one Edition one. that went to them, and then they ended up with like a super a version of Super Street Fighter Two, yeah. but it wasn't like, it wasn't Super Street Fighter Two Turbo like uh, the, the SNES. New Challengers? That was the last one. It might have been the New Challengers. That's where there were like green titles on it on the cover. It was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But they got a special Champions Edition and uh, Super Street Fighter 2. Chances of Michael Jackson's moonwalker on here? Zero. 100%. <laughs> um, I'm hoping. I don't know. This is. I mean, I want all the Shinobi games on there. Yeah. Give me all the Shinobi. Street, Probably. Streets of Rage 1 and 2. Golden X. Like, those are a given. Yeah. Um, But I wonder. Is... Is Sonic 3 going to be on there? And Sonic and & Knuckles? Because there's never been any re-release that I know of 
where Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles have come out. And I think one of the reasons is because I think Michael Jackson made music for Sonic 3 and that and there might be some sort of licensing thing, but I'm not sure if that's 100% true or it's too hard to port or something. I don't know. I, these are just guesses I'm making. Uh, and I want Sonic Spinball. Not that's a actually, game, but, that, huh? Sonic I know, I know Sonic Spinball isn't great, but I like it. Yeah, I liked it too. No, I thought it was a pretty good game. Yeah. That's actually one of them that I, I did dig. I guess there's two versions. Really? There's versions, and something has to do with music. Nothing with Michael Jackson, but I think I want to say the two versions something happened with music. Oh, why they're not released? I thought, I thought you were saying there's two versions of Sonic Spinball. No, there is. Oh, Their music is different, supposedly. Oh wait. Michael Jackson worked on that too. No, no, I think no. That's what I was saying. It, it's not uh, the music for that one isn't about Michael Jackson, uh, like okay. like Sonic Three. But I think I think one of the reasons is there's two versions of Sonic Spinball. Then one, it's because the music's different for whatever reason, not Michael Jackson reason. But I remember it was weird playing uh, Sonic Three because in the background you like barely hear. Um, yeah, I I think it's cool. Like I I want to pick it up because just M two. That's what sold me. Yeah. Empty. Or you, I would you just randomly hear, your part is mine. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Kotaku, Destructoid, Engadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. You've been listening to 3PC News. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Welcome back. And this week, um, well, actually, a few weeks ago, we did Get to Know Me Video Games Edition Part 1. We never had time to get around to finishing the remaining 10 questions, Part 2. So with this being 200 episodes, um, and actually we have time to actually do this, I want to complete Part 2 of Get to Know Me Video Games Edition. So let's get it started. Number 10, favorite game as a kid. Beto, what was your favorite game as a kid? Ninja Gaiden. Ninja uh, Gaiden? I, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's nothing else that comes close to that. I mean, Mike Tyson's Sponge on my yeah. Mario, but Ninja Gaiden has been my favorite game since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Since I first played it. And I just never, I don't know, I just never, never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, favorite game as a kid? Uh, I would say like any any variation of Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. Was there a specific one, or just I love you would three. Just jump back and three forth. was probably like my favorite yeah. my favorite one. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, I'd have to say the same thing. Super Mario Brothers three, yeah. like that one. I, I would any of the Mario games except two. But as I've grown older, I've, I've come like to it enjoy I actually it now. As a kid, it was so different. But I loved two. Even I didn't even hate then. I was I didn't like, hate it, but it was I was like different. so. I, what what caught me off guard as a kid was just that here's one, two is completely different, but three is very similar to one, but improvement. Yeah, so that's yeah. what confused me. I think <laughs> that it was more more than anything, it was the confusion. Like, wait, but this one was really different. How come they didn't make the third yeah, one really, really more different? I really felt like it was the smartest thing they could have ever done, at least for the United States audience, well, to, okay. release what, to do what they did. It's funny. Long story short, they just released um, on the... If you had a Nintendo Online on the... Nintendo, the three games this month was Punch-Out, featuring Mr. Dream, 
uh, some Star Game and uh, Super Mario Brothers 2: The Lost Levels. If you don't know, originally Super Mario Brothers 2 was basically kind of like a reskin of the first Super Mario yeah. Brothers, but harder. Yeah. So when America got that, not, we didn't get it here in America because when they tested it out at Nintendo of America, they said, this is too hard and people aren't going to like this. So they took Doki Doki Panic and they pretty much reskinned it with Mario characters. And that's what we got over here, which was, Joe's right, the best thing they could do. Because I think it, it not saved it, but like... I think it, people would have just played one and two and like three is out. People would have been like, man, two, f- this fucking yeah. sucks. Like one was so good. Why is this, this fucking sucks? But yeah. no, I think, yeah, I think it's the best thing they could, they could there have There was no, like to me, two, like for, for those that like the, the difficulty in two, <clears throat> in the real two, I guess, or lost levels, mm-hmm. that's fine. But when you really look at the game and, and you and you look at everything about it, I was like, it didn't feel like a Mario Brothers 2. It never did to me. Yeah. You know, it, it, it didn't. Last levels you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It never felt like a true mm-hmm. second, like, this is the sequel. This mm-hmm. is an, an, uh, this was like, no, this is, this is one, but harder. That's all, it, yeah. that's all it really felt like. And it, it was a good call by N- N- Nintendo of America to yeah. be like, no, like, this isn't like, this is not going to work over here. Yeah. You know? And yeah, it's because it was hard. But then again, it's like, no, you're right. It wouldn't I have still worked. feel like it was it, it, even beyond the game being hard. Even if it wasn't, I feel like most people would have looked at it and been like, I got this already. You know what I mean? Well, like it didn't really. You know what? It I, Yes. Yes and no. Because I think now we're so used to things kind of at least being different for the sequel to where back then you were so used to Atari stuff that like, oh, yeah, it's just supposed to look like the same thing. But give me new stuff. You get what I'm saying? Because it was still so early on. I mean, but it still wouldn't. It still wouldn't have done good. It's still better than what they did. Like I'm not. I'm just saying. Like you probably would have had people going like, "No, that's how games are supposed to be. It's supposed to look the same, but give you new levels." You know what I mean? Like, it, I think Super Mario Brothers Two being Doki Doki Panic, the one we got here in America, kind of showed that like, hey, when it's the sequel, it has to be different. You know, it has to not completely different like how Mario Two was, but like visually improve on it. You get what I'm saying? I'm guessing. Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like, I don't know, to me, I always look at, like, I think, it's like you said, they, they did the right thing there. It, it's it's exactly what it should have been. Yeah. You know. All right. Number 11. Five of your favorite video games. I'm sorry. It's boring. I keep saying the same answer. Ninja Gaiden. Uh-huh. Punch Out. Uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh-huh. Metal Gear Solid. Uh-huh. And Grand Theft Auto 3. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's my... Awesome. Joe, five... Dozy's Minds. Of your favorite video games. Uh, all right. I'm going to try to spread this out a little bit. Um, Obviously, Super Mario Brothers 3. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Mega Man 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madden. Madden. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I'll actually throw that on there only because I was actually... There was a lot of time there where I was yeah, a huge totally. Madden fan. Yeah, yeah it's like Madden's, that's Madden's. Series. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> Madden's one of those uh, games that you'll play every couple of years, or you play like fucking consecutive years, lay off for a little bit, get back into it, and still like really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I was actually gonna say Destiny because it's, it's a, it is a series that I mm-hmm. play a lot, but actually uh, I'd say uh, GTA Five. It's probably Ooh, gonna have nice. like one of my. It's probably my favorite GTA game and probably yeah. one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was a game that I didn't think was gonna be that good. After the it was gonna be four? good, yeah, but not like. Even the four wasn't bad though. 
I like four four. Yeah, I think yeah, they're all good, but like yeah, yeah. like five I was like, all right, this is gonna be. This, let's see what they do. And then I was like, did not expect how funny yeah it was gonna be and how just great it was. What did you think when there's like, oh, it's gonna be three characters? Were you, were you just? Like, I was like, okay, let's see how this works at first. <laughs> and then once you get going, it was just like, wow, this is yeah, fantastic. Fit well, yeah. So fucking funny. Yeah. Um, we we it's funny. All of us have like. A lot of the same stuff, and I, it's cool. I, I don't hate it. It's it's great. It <laughs> makes me happy. Um, Super Mario Brothers three, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, Mega Man three, the better Mega Man, um, <laughs> uh, Metal Gear Solid, and Hey Good me. Fuck, I had it. Oh, The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. That was five. That was hard. That actually, I was it was yeah. kind of difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um. Number twelve, a game or series that you ne- you've never been interested in. Joe, you want to answer that for me? Uh, speaking for Bethel, I'm gonna go ahead and say Final Fantasy. Yes. What about you, Joe? Can I just pick a complete genre, if possible, or just oh, like, sure, yeah? I mean, like, uh, virtual reality. Outside of like the initial. That's so funny because you're the you're the guy who said like, hey, we should all chip in and buy this. I, I am. I, I will because I wanted to at least experience it. Like yeah, I was yeah, totally yeah. for that. But after I did, I was Once, like, yeah, 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 I never need to do this again. Yeah, yeah gotcha. And like never. It, it's just it's just crazy how like you know most everything else when it came to video games like i was like let's try it out i'm like oh i like it some part of yeah. something with me would like it you know and that was the only thing where i was like that one day i was like cool and then i'm like yeah i'm good never do it what, was it because like the bulkiness of everything or i just wires i don't know honestly i just like i, I think it's like what you said and I, I have to agree with you on on this is like the wires if that's you could a just big put part it of it on, if you could just put it on and that's it yeah That'd be great. That's a huge part of it, I think. But seriously, like the more I thought about that, even if they take it to the day where like you can just put on a pair of fucking black sunglasses and you can play like that, I still probably wouldn't be in all that interested in it. Yeah. I like I like being able to play on a TV or, or yeah, an yeah. actual screen and just mm-hmm. play like that. I don't need to like for me personally, I don't need to be in the world or you know like that to enjoy something so it's like yeah it's just something that's you know yeah like for me vr to me is is what like 3d was at the time for like tvs and movies it was just yeah. like it was still something that i had zero interest in like i saw the big ones like them like the milestone ones like uh movies like avatar and yeah. and uh and actually the Anna montana no no was a <laughs> what was a um just uh four no, no, no. That was oh, uh, gravity. Yes, gravity. Gravity is really good. Really, really good. But like outside of that, I was just like, yeah, I don't need to. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know. I didn't care about three either, especially because I wear glasses and it makes it worse. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, I would say just VR games in general. Hmm? For me, it's uh, Assassin's Creed. From the day they announced it, from the day they showed the trailer, I was like, I this is, I remember being like, what's going to be wrong about this game? Is it going to be repetitive? <laughs> and you're doing the same fucking shit over and over again. And that's what the first one was. Then the sequel improved it. And I remember playing that and being like, yeah, this seems better than the other one before. But I just never cared for the rest of the series. Yeah, that's how I, I mean, would. I would always try it 
you know, oh, I'll rent three. Nah, fuck it. Yeah. Um, when PS4 came out, Black Flag, I need a game for PS4. Black Flag, I'll buy that. I bought it. And then I was like, fuck this. Like, every every Assassin's Creed, and I would always get a copy free. I'd try it, and I'd just never get more farther than an hour. I just never cared for it. I, I can see, like, it's fucking beautiful a lot of the times. Um, I give them props for, like, creating, like, being in Italy, in France, Rome, whatever. Like, there's cool ideas of Assassin's Creed. I just can never get into it. Yeah. I just feel like, whatever, man. And it's weird, too, because one of the people I respect the most, Tideo Kojima, likes Assassin's Creed. But it's just like, I, you know what? Yeah, you would think that, like, oh, anything Kojima, I'll, 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 I'll like, you know, I'll like. But no, no, not at all. Yeah, I was even offended when it was just like, you can get uh, the Assassin's, uh, his outfit in Metal Gear Solid 4. I'm like, how fucking dare they put that in Metal Gear? But, um... Yeah, no, just Assassin's Creed, dude, I just can't, I just can't, you know, I respect people who, who like it. Yeah, I like the second one, the second one was fun, and then anything after that, it looked fun, but I just know that there's going to be the same. Yeah. yeah. And hey, I understand when people tell me, well, that's how I feel about Metal Gear, and I'm like, I understand, yeah. I understand. I know that everyone's going to like the series. Much. You just said things. Alright, uh, number 13, favorite non-playable character NPC or party member? Uh, for me, uh, Eight Ball from Grand Theft Auto Three, only because he oh was, shit, only because he was voiced by Guru from Gangstar, and at the time I fucking loved, I still love Gangstar, <laughs> but uh, at the time I was heavily into Gangstar, mm-hmm. so it's hearing him and I was like, oh shit, that's fucking awesome, and uh, yeah, that's, that's that's just because of that, it's Guru's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands down, Polter Pup from Luigi's Mansion. It's fucking adorable. <laughs> Just like, absolutely. I love, love the fucking Polter Pup. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, now I'm trying to think if, like, he, yeah, he was not playable. Um, Revolver Ocelot in the Metal Gear Solid series. Everything from, like, him being a double crosser to him being young. You saw, like, different versions of him and then him supposedly being manipulated and everything. Like,. A lot of that, that it was cool. He was such a cool yeah. character. That was my just second like, one. It, it, if anything, Kojima did it cool in that series. It's like you think of a person one way, but you're gonna see them in a totally different way. So without giving anything away, it's just it's really cool. Like yeah. it, it's that's a character that's uh, always been one of my favorites. <clears throat> Number fourteen, a game that never gets old. I mean, it's Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, that's cool. Dude, I understand. <laughs> I, understand. I, I understand. It's no hate. Like, that, if that's what you really are, it's, we're getting I mean, to know like you, I, Beto. I say, like, I, we're I, getting to know you, and then people go like, Beto really likes Ninja Gaiden. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, it's, 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 uh, for me, it's obvious. I mean, yeah. If you've been listening to this, too. Uh, yeah. I never get tired of that game. Yeah. Joe? Super Mario Brothers 3, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mario, dude, look... I agree with you guys. Like that's that's just something that and it's crazy. I think and my third one for me, I still get enthralled. I still get like my blood pressure gets high. I get so fucking tense. Mike Tyson's Punch Out, dude. I can't not not get bored of that fucking game. Yeah. I get I get tense, game. dude. It gets super tense. And it's crazy. It's all NES games for us. 
It's just, yeah. I think it's just something that, that, that sticks with you as a child. child. I, part know? of it is nostalgia, but part, it's just they're just really good games, dude. Yeah, and I could go back to it, and it's just, yeah. like, fucking tense, dude. I just, like, the memories and, like, the characters are so vivid, and, and you know who they are and how they act to where, like, I still have fucking nightmares of Bald Bull. I used to be afraid of that fucking guy as a kid. <laughs> Him laughing at me when he kicked my ass. And that's, yeah, that's a game that, like, as kids, you, I feel, had more stories. Yeah. Like the one where you just you know you were, you were talking we were talking about how how uh, people would say oh I I played King Hippo he got up I put yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody yeah, always like, you always had a friend that had that story I play I swear I, I like my my brother he's playing punch not Mike Tyson one punch one punch took him out though. number number fifteen. A game that everyone should play at least once. I mean, no, it's not Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's like I fucking love that game. Like just being able to take down giants or colossi. Uh, it's fucking fun. I, I want to get back in. I want to play it again. I never yeah. played the, the really the re-release that they did. Oh, you never, not I, even once. I'm too scared to open it because remember we had trouble opening it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I struggle with that shit. Um, it, you know what? It, that's a good one because it shows people scale in the game. I think I remember yeah, when that you. came out on PS2. I remember showing my brother-in-law and my dad as a kid, mm-hmm. and like check this out. And I think when they saw the scale, when you run up, mm-hmm. and then this giant thing just kind of like turns around, and you see it from the distance, and start like walking slowly up. I remember that reaction of them going, oh, like, because it's like the scale, you know, it's scale and it's showing a a moment. So I think that's something impressive. And there's there's things in game um, that I think people need to experience at least one time, you know, and it's something that shows something different in game. Yeah. Like the world is it's it's huge, but it's just because it's everything's kind of spread out. Yeah. There's not a lot of stuff to do in between other than like leveling up Mm -hmm. your grip and health and stuff yeah and like you don't really food. have yeah, to yeah you don't have to do that but it does help yeah. if, you're, if you want to speed it up speed up the process of yeah beating the colossi but yeah child colossus for me yeah Joe uh mine's mine's a little gonna take it a different different area uh Tetris yeah, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's yeah. a fucking Very game. Like, basic, it's, just, yeah. it's almost like a rite of passage. I feel like everyone <laughs> should at least try Tetris yeah. once. Especially for people that aren't into video games or just not, wouldn't think they would be. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the one uh, of the yeah. best ground level basic, you know. That's like, yeah, any, any newbie friendly, a very yeah. newbie friendly game. I feel like you'll see old people, like, you'll see on, on Reddit every once in a while, you'll see like an old lady playing it in the subway and shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just a great gateway to like other stuff you know hey if you yeah. like this try this so to me it's tetris yeah um for me american gladiators no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um resident evil i think something like that uh it doesn't age well tank control wise but i think that's another one for me um to try at least once especially like if anything maybe the remake two, whichever one resident evil one or the remake but to show like whoa games can't be something else different you're used to, you know, people jumping in a level, you know, puzzle games, whatever. Uh, Resident Evil 
I think is a game you should at least play once because it's something different at the time. But it's still now, it just shows that games you can be afraid to. I think showing a different like type of thing fear. Number 16, a game that inspires you. Beto? Game that inspires me? Um, anything done by Kojima. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, a lot of game, his games are <clears throat> very inspired by film. Yeah. Very uh, dialogue heavy, story driven. Like it's, I, I, I'm always entertained by 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 his games. Even like the the stuff, like the little shit, like the PT and stuff. Yeah. Like it still tells us a story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that. He's his his. Even though they're fucking crazy. Sometimes confusing stories are still. I still love them. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm I'm gonna pick something. I'm gonna pick Street Fighter. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm and I'm not gonna really give a game, but just mm-hmm. you know the series in general. Yeah, to see where it came from, to see how big it got, like you know, as far as you know, tournaments and you know, as an esport. But really, like individually, like when you watch people play it, you know. And you watch videos of people playing these matches, like you can't help but be fucking inspired sometimes yeah. when you see, you know, like uh Daigo against fucking yeah. Justin Wong. Or just shit like, you know, like someone coming back from like, yeah. you know, it's it's like it's it's insane that something can be so like you're like, Wow, I can't fucking believe he did that. You know, how did he do that? You know, it's it's kinda inspirational. Mm-hmm. Like this guy dug deep. And yeah. you, you think of you reserve comments like that for like real life sports, you know what I mean? But like Underdogs. it translates. It somewhat just does translate. Mm-hmm. And and for me it translates most to fighting games. Um that stuff kinda of, that stuff does happen in other series, you know, in other esports, real time, you know, like, you know, strategy games, stuff yeah. like that. It does, but for whatever reason to me, it just hits like to me when you watch a fighting game it doesn't have to generally be it doesn't even have to be street fighter yeah but i'm just picking that because i mean it could be any fighting game where you're just like wow you know like mm-hmm. watching someone come back from the brink or you know just watching someone or you see dudes completely like in, shut someone down yeah you know and 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 to the point where like a person will like rage crit and walk <laughs> off you're like yeah, yeah. Right? So like it's, break that's a lot of skill that yeah, to, yeah. to take you know so yeah i must say like the street fighter is a series Nice. Um, one that is is even though like the first one they would make sequels to it and it never lived. Not that it never lived up to the first one, but it, the first one was really inspiring because it was coming out and during a time where we're already getting used to console generations moving up in like graphical fidelity and like oh what what games can do and how it could play and look, but it was taking back the concept of playing like an old school game. But giving you new, new new game features, but keeping the visuals simple, um, but creating something fun and unique, and you were just surprised by it. Um, Katamari Damacy. Mm-hmm. That was one where, even at the time, like we're so used to, oh man, you know, like all these kooky Japanese games that are coming out, we'll download all these weird indie games. Yeah. But then it was just like, wow, this is really yeah. kooky. And don't get me wrong, there was stuff like Mr. Mosquito and... and yeah. uh, Mad Maestro. Uh, Mad Maestro. But I think Katamari Damacy had that huge effect on a lot of people where this is fucking awesome. Yeah. And this is this is like unique and new and it had its own 
it wasn't following a trend. It wasn't following like what's the next hot thing that we're gonna do and 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 focus on being like this. It was just this creator who had an idea like, hey, you're this, and it had a, it's just a weird, funny story where, hey, your uh, your dad, who's the king of the cosmos, gets super drunk and pretty much takes out the galaxy of stars. So you have to gather things on Earth junk to make new stars. So you have to roll up this ball. And then not only are you doing that and collecting things and trying to create your Katamari to be large, but at the same time, scale is changing from you being super small and then the next thing you're rolling over people or, or if anything, then cars and buildings. Yeah. So it changed from something small to expanding with, yeah, very simplistic um, artwork, but it was still fun and just everything you can do on it was just, it was cool. And it, it was inspiring because it showed that like, Hey, you didn't have to, sp again, I don't know how much they spent, but you didn't have to be graphically impressive. You didn't have to spend a ton of money. You didn't have to have a story. You can have the most simplest thing, but still have it be fun. Where we're getting used to, like, games, and games still do that to this day, and it's not wrong, but we have to be epic. We have to be like a movie. It's just kind of showed that, like, no, you can be simple, fun, and, and, and have a good time. So. Number 17, favorite genre. Something like action adventure, action adventure. I found that stuff like we you know. That. Mm -hmm. I love the uh, Zelda, Last of mm -hmm. Link's Awake. I don't know, fucking what's it, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, stuff like that. Uh, God of War was my favorite game last year. Yeah, yeah. So, I like those type of games. They're fun. My my favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, I would I would have to I would have to agree with Beto. Like, mm -hmm. that's probably especially more so now than uh than other times just um action adventure um because that's generally nowadays where you get the single like a full really feature rich single player story yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's going away now um that's not to say that i don't like obviously i still play games like destiny or i'll play you know yeah. stuff like that which you know what in their own ways introduce story in in you know and it's a little bit different but sometimes it's just really nice not to have to worry about like i just like the fact like with an action game you could just put it on and not have to worry about being connected to any you know online services and just be able to play yeah yeah and i know that's not the the only reason but that it, nowadays it's because of so much bullshit behind a lot of that it's nice to just be able to do that with a game and there's some fantastic games like you said uncharted um I, i've enjoyed a couple of the tomb raider games the reboots uh <laughs> There's, you know, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, for me, favorite genre. Uh, the more, uh, I would always say, like, I don't have time for these type of games, but then I find myself playing them and a lot of the times completing them. Uh, RPGs, role-playing games, because you're getting story, but then you're also getting, depending on how the combat is, is laid out, either basic turn-based or action RPG, uh, gives you a crazy amount of variety depending on the title. Uh, stuff like Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, um, Final Fantasy. I mean, older Final Fantasy. Um, there's a lot they do now with RPGs, especially like Persona series, where not only is it like RPGs, but you're getting like the life simulator type of game, yeah. or choosing, or interacting with people and growing. Mini games and, and them too. Yeah. yeah, and then um, just the story. You're, you're getting a vast story where it's not multiple characters or single characters with a multiple cast of people. Just but yeah, RPGs would be like, yeah, uh, building of relationships, yeah, especially in Persona. Like so, if anything, like I think Persona has kind of kept that flame for me going in that genre. 
but I found myself more and more like really enjoying it. And um, for a while when I started, it was mostly Final Fantasy, but then I branched out to a lot of other series because mm-hmm. where Final Fantasy dropped the ball, other um, series would kind of pick it up, pick you it. know, um, Persona, ran with it. Dragon Quest, Nino Kuni, you know, and Hitman hit it. And you're seeing more yeah, and more even like mainstream games take, uh, you know, Call of Duty, Mass Effect. We're taking uh, RPG aspects of leveling up and uh, yeah. uh, for certain um, stats and, and things like a lot of games take that now. So th- yeah. that's what it took from RPGs. So that, yeah, favorite genre would be that one. Yeah. Um, Persona 5 and uh, ignited that um, flame for Persona games. <laughs> for Persona games. <laughs> Uh, number 18, that game you really should have played by now. It's a toss-up. Uh-huh. Uh, Majora's Mask uh-huh. is one. Like, I have, I've been wanting to play it, but I'm just, don't. Uh-huh. I, want to really, I really want to get into that. And uh, The Last of Us, I've gone through that game about three times, finished halfway through it, and I just can't seem to finish it for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad game. I just, there's something that I just... Stop, it's, something stops me from playing it and mm-hmm. I just don't want to get back into it. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's probably the the uh, your partner's AI. Because like, it's supposed to be like a game where you kind of use some stealth elements to it. Yeah. So I'm sneaking around the clickers and then the people that I'm with they're like running around like they're, they're not they're invisible. And that kind of takes me out of it. That makes sense. Yeah, no, no. It so it just uh, that—that's—that's that's really one big part that like it, it annoyed me because this is like kind of a tense moment, and you're sneaking up, sneaking behind everybody, mm-hmm. and then the people that you're with are just fucking running around like, like crazy. Yeah, and it's just like, come on, <laughs> come, hey, hey, come on, just sneak, sneak around. You know? Yeah, I was thinking about that when like the reasons why because I was I forgot what I was watching, but someone said. They like The Last of Us. They beat it for a first time, but it's nothing they want to play through again. Like, at all. A yeah. second playthrough. Like, they're looking forward to the next one, but yeah. it's like it's just a game where it's like, you play through it once, I'm good. That's it. I'll never go back to it. Yeah. Um, Metro Prime Trilogy is something that I, I, I only ever really played uh-huh. a tiny bit of the very of Metro Prime. Mm-hmm. And then never played the second or the third games, I and heard they were all fantastic. And to this day, I still want to play them. So come on, Nintendo, come uh, on make that uh, remaster for Switch. You guys did so many times. I mean, for me, it was uh, I've played the Fire Emblem series, but the one I got, well, they did Awakening, and when they made another one, the next one that came out, um, I got the special edition, which was Fire Emblem Fates. Which came with, uh, I think it was like Revelations and Re- or, or Rebirth or Birthright. And then there was a third one. I forget what they're titled. Um, and I started it, got called into work, and it fucking pissed me off and ruined it. And I could never go back. It has nothing to do with the game. Uh, it just kind of like I was so ready, waiting for it to get home from uh, on you know from Amazon, waiting for that order. I got that special edition that no one was able to get. You know, no one was able to order. It was so hard to get. I got it right there, opened it up, popped it in. Nothing. Like that's it. I played like 
30 minutes Can you come in early Fuck Wait but why Why did you go in early They just called If I can go in early I would have been like uh, I'll try man you call me to work. No, early I know, but but I didn't. It was it was like fuck. I'm bummed out, but it. I don't know why it pissed me off. I couldn't go back to it. It wasn't like <laughs> now I'll never touch this game. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. until like I couldn't go back to it. Yeah, it was weird. I don't. I can't say the reason why, but that's just pretty much what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Which now I think I should just fucking start playing it. And then they're gonna call you to work. Favorite indie game you played recently? Uh, Firewatch. Firewatch, yeah. I, I fucking love Firewatch so much. It was, I remember seeing the trailer for that. It looked so good, and mm-hmm. then and it, seeing Rich Sommer was a, uh, was a uh, voicing the main character, mm-hmm. and just playing through it. It was, it's not what I expected. Yeah, but it's still really, I I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah, it was so much fun. The story is told, just the uh, the tragedy that's fucking like all all the fucked up shit that happens to him too, that forces not forces him but made him like end up. Just joining the whatever the Firewatch team. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. But being uh what is it called? Whatever. I forget what it's called. I, I know what you're talking about. I forget what. But it's being too. part of the Firewatch and watching out for fires in yeah. what was it Colorado? I don't know. I think in it was Colorado Forest. Forest. But yeah, it's it's a great. It's a walking simulator, right? Yeah. A great story told that I really enjoyed. Some of the little interactions you have in it were really. Really good. I, I Firewatch. I, I, if you guys ever have a chance to play it, play it. It's really good. Yeah. What was the question? Again? Uh, Joe, favorite indie game you played recently? I didn't finish it, but uh, you didn't say finish played. Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. Just everything about that. It's the coming to Nintendo Switch, or it's already out on Nintendo Switch. Uh, that was really, really cool. Uh, didn't finish it, but the idea, the whole thing about playing it, uh, going into the whole idea with mental illness, your character, hearing yeah. voices, stuff like that. It's really, really cool. And the fact that they were able to like create this full-fledged, you know, basically semi-triple-A title, you know, an indie developer doing that and then selling it for like half the price is also like commendable, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So yeah, that would be that one for me. Uh, for me, they came out recently with a game that was really good, and I was gonna I was gonna mention it, but I, if I had to really say what I I liked it, it was great. But uh, I gotta talk about the game they, they did before, Towerfall. The people who did Celeste that recently came out, Towerfall. That was a fun multiplayer, four player attack combat game i don't know what you really call it but i just remember having a good time playing with you beto cody eric even when i took it recently when it got ported to the switch playing it at my cousin's house with janice ambariki's everyone like that's just such a fun game and it could get super chaotic and everyone could go crazy and frustrating and bullshit you just fucking shot arrows (laughs) and stuff like arrows yeah towerfall is um it's a great game, and if you have a Switch, like, and you like playing with a group of people, like, I say go for it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Such a good game. Oh, yeah. Number 20, and last one for the night. A game that truly scared the shit out of you. And I think we, I, I'm, I'm guessing we're all going to have the same fucking answer, but. PT? Uh, what's yours? 
Oh, PT. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't really a game, but it was. A, it was. It's one of the scariest games I've ever fucking played. Yeah. And it. It I, was a game, dude. It was a game. Yeah, no, I consider it a game. It, but dude, it's fucked, man. Just thinking about it, playing the first time I played it. What was yours, Joe? I'd say I'd agree. Psychologically, it was fucking. Yeah, just I have to say too. Nutty. PT. Okay. Like PT. Yeah, dude. I've never been. I've never. <laughs> I've been scared in games. Yeah. Resident Evil, yeah, Silent yeah, yeah. Hill, a lot of games, you yeah. know. But I've never felt like shit. I've never felt that there was evil. Like, I, you know, that feeling of just like, this is. I have. I just allowed evil into my home. <laughs> you brought the Ouija board like, to my house. It reminded me as a kid watching The Exorcist for the first time, and I thought, oh, watching this, I'm going to get. The devil's going to go inside me. Fuck yeah, dude. Like, like I'm, I fucked up. Catholic, I yeah. fucked up. Like, there was stuff like, I was afraid of Chucky. It was scary. Yeah. I was afraid of, like, I, I, don't, I don't think I was ever, like, afraid of Jason or, or, I think I was afraid of Freddy, but just horror stuff where, like, as a kid, you're scared. Yeah. I remember the exorcist. I thought I fucked up and I was going to get possessed by the devil. <laughs> PT, honestly, as a full grown adult, made me feel like I fucked up and I brought in evil to my house. Yeah. Like it felt so shitty. I was, I've never, even watching fucking streams, watching other people play, I would start sweating. I'd be so nervous. My ten, the feeling, the feeling of tension, uh, uneasiness, just all that, like. Such a fucked up game. Yeah, and you just fucking got that pit in your stomach. Yeah. The whole time. And then, uh, I remember you telling me to play it the first time. Yeah. And you told me to leave. <laughs> you face, we were FaceTiming. Yeah. And then there's a part where uh, a refrigerator just crashes down and just fucking scared the fuck out of me. Yeah. But just the, the, the yeah, the tension that they built in that game, it's, it's the fucking worst feeling ever. <laughs> yeah. It's a, and that was just like, such a small part. Mm. Just imagine how that game would have been. We'll never get to experience it unless, I mean, things, I mean, time could go by, something could happen, and maybe, because uh, since Norman Reedus was going to be a part of it, and he's really cool with Kojima, I don't see how he, they would, he wouldn't just be like, let's just fucking do it. Fuck, fuck, you know, Konami. Let's just fucking do it. Like, that'd be cool. Like, that would, like, I don't know, legally. Could, could I don't know. I don't think so. Joe jo, could legally could Konami have been like you can't, you can't make a scary game. No, right? No, you can't totally. as long as they don't no, use no, a you can say like you can't make a game within a year. It can't be kinda... similar. It can't be yeah. you know. It can't have certain I guess similarities to yeah. our IPs, but I think outside of that, he could make scary game if he wanted to. Yeah. But damn, dude. Cause and like fucking a lot of people forget Junji Ito, the artist. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, he, he he was, was working, working on, on that, that shit too. too. Yeah, and they, I think a couple of week, like a month or two ago, like Kojima was hanging with him. So oh, maybe shit, fuck, I hope so. I've even read some of Junji Ito's shit, and that's fucking this disturbing as yeah, fuck. Yeah, I see too, some dude. of the fucking some um, of his uh, art is like really. But yeah, it's it's um gross. Yeah, dude, I've never. I don't think I'll ever feel that way again. Unless he does something. Like Unless he does it, like, because I think from now on, like, you'll have people like spiritual successor to PT or yeah. whatever the fuck. It's just like you're just trying to imitate. Like, I get it, man, but I mean, never say never. Someone could make something where you're just like Jesus Christ, but yeah, dude. Because I'm I'm pretty sure as a kid I was like nothing's ever gonna be as scary as Resident Evil. It's like, wait till you, oh yeah, wait Even till PT. Resident Evil Seven was scary. Yeah, Seven was fucked up too. 
But like, oh, never made me feel like how PT did though. <laughs> that nervous feeling all the time. Yeah. Um, not a lot of jump scares. Yeah, I mean there were some, but. Um, but yeah, that is all of Get to Know Us Video Game Edition. We finished it, part two, guys. It took a couple yeah. weeks, but we did it. Yay! Yeah. And with that, with episode 200 in the books, I wanted to ask you guys one question. And one question. Go. Out of our 200 episodes that we've done, do you guys have a favorite memory? Anything that comes to mind? Not even a memory. It could just be anything that comes to mind. When you guys think of us doing it for 200 episodes. Laughing. Just like when all three of us would fucking get a good laugh from something. Yeah. Those are like the best moments to me, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, just fucking bust up laughing about something stupid or whatever. And even even stuff that didn't make the air, you know, that's yeah. to me like the funnest part of doing this. Yeah. Um, I like the feeling, like the nice thoughts that I have. I like the feeling where... um. We've o- it's always been something different. Yeah. You know, we, we started here, down here. Then we went upstairs. Then we came back downstairs. And then just different. It's always been something different. Do you get what I'm saying? It's never felt repetitive. There's always like a different feel. Kind of yeah. like the different feel of school years. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, and I get to do it with you guys. So it's been fun. Just talking about games. Stuff we've done all the time. Yeah. It's cool, man. Well, yeah. I appreciate you, bitches. I appreciate you. And we appreciate you as well. 200 episodes. 200. 200. That's pretty good, man. Can't complain. It's a long time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you've been here on day one, been here on episode 50, episode 100, episode 189, or whatever... Or last week, you probably heard us and just be like, who are these guys? Who are we? I'm Jesse Lira with Mr. Sister Fister, Beto Esparza. And the Doctor of Desire, Joe Ramirez. And you know what? We may not be as good as everyone else, but for 200 episodes, kind of get the job done. Later. Peace. And you may not... Whoa. You may not be as good. You may not be as good as this. But, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say it again. What happened? The other day the power went out. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to go charge the iPad. Hi. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, no, but shit that shit like that happens. I don't know what I can and can't do. It's like, yeah. like, oh, the power's out. What can I do? Uh, I can't take a shower. Wait, I can take a shower. Again, <laughs> I have a question for you guys. What? Up? Are you ready? And then right here, put the DX music. Are you ready? Bum bum bam. Bum bum.
You try to tell us what to do. You try to tell us who we are. I don't remember the song anymore. Degeneration. We masturbate because we we masturbate because we're really bored. Okay. Okay. Again. It's out of my system. <laughs> <laughs>